Welcome to Uncluttered, the podcast that discusses the connection between faith and organizing. Our focus is not so much on the how-to of organizing, but we talk about why it's important from a biblical standpoint to leave the clutter and the chaos in our lives behind. I'm Angie Heitch, an author and certified professional organizer living in East Tennessee. And I'm Leanna George, an author and former professional organizer living in Houston. Are you ready to unclutter your heart and home so you can focus on what matters most? If so, let's dive in. All right, Angie. Well, I'm going to assume because you are a big reader like me that you love stories. I mean, I know there's nonfiction, but you and I read a lot of fiction, which is, you know, pretty much made up stories. So um, do you love stories as much as I do? Oh, yes, definitely. And I actually heard that, heard from a listener um, just a few days ago that was talking about my favorite part of your podcast is the stories. So do you have a story oh, to share with us? I do. I do. And so it's a little long, but I hope that everybody will be patient and let me listen, because I think after you hear it, it is going to be a perfect illustration for what we are talking about today as we dive deeper into attention and mental clutter. So are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. So here is the story. I don't have a title for it, um, but it's just, I'm going to just dive in. So Satan called a worldwide convention of demons. In his opening address, he said, we can't keep Christians from going to church. We can't keep them from reading their Bibles and knowing the truth. We can't even keep them from, from forming an intimate relationship with their Savior. Once they gain that connection with Jesus, our power over them is pretty much broken. Amen, right? So let them go to their churches. Let them have their covered dish dinners, but steal their time so they Mm. don't have time to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ. And this is how we're going to do it, said the devil. Distract them from gaining hold of their Savior and maintaining that vital connection throughout the day. Mm. How shall we do this? His demon shouted. Keep them busy in the non-essentials of life and invent numerous screams to occupy their minds, he answered. Tempt them to spin, spin, spin and borrow, borrow, borrow. Persuade the wives to go to work for long hours and the husbands to work six to seven days each week, 10 hours a day so they can afford their empty lifestyles. Keep them from spending time with their children. And as their families fragment, soon their homes will offer no escape from the pressures of work. Overstimulate their minds so they cannot hear that still small voice and entice them to play the radio or cassette player. Now, you know, this is really old, (laughs) really old uh, whenever they drive. Keep the TV, the VCR, the CDs and their PCs going constantly in their home and see to it that every store and restaurant in the world plays non-biblical music constantly. This will jam their minds and break that union with Christ. Fill the coffee tables with magazines and newspapers. Pound their minds with the news 24 hours a day. Invade their driving moments with billboards. Flood their mailboxes with junk mail, mail order catalogs, sweepstakes, and every kind of newsletter and promotional offering, free products, services, and false hopes. Even in their recreation, let them be excessive. Have them return from their recreation exhausted. Keep them too busy to go out in nature and reflect on God's creation. Send them to amusement parks, sporting events, plays, concerts, and movies instead. Keep them busy, busy, busy. And when they meet for spiritual fellowship, involve them in gossip and small talk. So they leave with troubled consciences, crowd their lives with so many good causes, they have no time to seek power from Jesus. Soon they will be working in their own strength, sacrificing their health and family for the good of the cause. It will work. It will work. It was quite a plan. 
The demons went eagerly to their assignments, causing Christians everywhere to get busier and more rushed going here and there, having little time for their God or their families, having no time to tell others about the power of Jesus to change lives. I guess the question, has the devil been successful in his schemes? You be the judge. Oh boy, that is powerful. Man, I really like that. And I know it's a made up story. I don't think, you know, there are, maybe there are meetings going on with Satan. <laughs> there could be. Right. Uh, anyway, did you write that? No, 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 no. I found it a long time ago. Like I said, it was from the early, uh, late 1990s, 2000s. I wish I could find who wrote it to give them credit because it was very creative. Mm -hmm. uh, but no, I did not write it. But I think, like I said, it's, it's spot on, right? Absolutely. And it, it, I think it deals with the schedule clutter big time as well that we talked about. You know, if you've not listened to those, go back and listen to four and five, but, uh, and the attention clutter, it talks about our minds being preoccupied. It's definitely spot on. And, um, I think it also reminds us not just that, you know, mental clutter is an issue, but that the enemy, that the enemy uses it as a tool. And so yeah. when we're fighting this, we're, it's not just we're doing it to, you know, be a better, better person, but we're all into spiritual battle. And if we don't realize that we're probably losing, uh, yeah. but we, you know, it, it is something the enemy, enemy uses to take our distractions away from, you know, to keep us distracted from prioritizing God and the people around us. Oh, absolutely. And, and we know from scriptures that our battles in this world are not against the flesh, but against the rulers, the powers, the authorities mm -hmm. of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So yep. what better way to attack people, right, uh, by cluttering up our minds with worry and the busyness of life? Because absolutely. that yeah. way we're constantly distracted. Like I said, we're just our minds are working. What about this? Where do I go next? How do I, how do I get this accomplished? You know, what if this happens? What if that happens? So. Um, it can definitely lead to harmful consequences if we aren't careful. And that not only depriving us of power um, from our Savior, but just all the other things that we talked about before. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. So um, in the last episode, episode six, we talked about distractions from technology, like our phones. But uh, I think uh, if we look at the definition of distraction, there's actually three components and I think all three are essential in this conversation. So first is a thing that prevents someone from giving full attention to something else. And some of the synonyms that go with this would be uh, diversion, interruption, hindrance. Okay, so there's one definition. The second is a diversion or recreation. So entertainment, hobbies, recreation, amusement. And then the third, this one really hits me, is extreme agitation of the mind or emotion. So like thoughts plagued by worry or confusion. Mm, so yeah. all of these things are a part of uh, this distraction. So trying to keep our focus in a world of distraction. Right. Uh, you know, and I think it's important we take some time to look within ourselves, see which one of these definitions are probably more than one are taking away, taking us away from the important people in our lives and from our relationship with God. Yeah. And, and it would be wonderful if it were as easy as just turning off the switch, right? On and off, on mm -hmm. and off. Right. But, you know, it's, it's been something that has plagued people for the ages. I mean, if Absolutely. you, if you go back, I mean, it's become more widespread now, but if you go back and look in the Bible, we can see in biblical times, people struggling with, focus and, you know, attention clutter. Um, 
we, you know, we talked about a few episodes about Martha, right? If you looked at her issue, it was that she was distracted by all that she had to do. Mm -hmm. um, Samson in the Old Testament was distracted by Delilah so much that, you know, he gave away his identity and his purpose. And even yep. David, a man after God's own heart, right? He was distracted by what was literally in front of him, which was Bathsheba. And mm -hmm. that led to him making a lot of mistakes. So there are plenty of examples from long time to current of people struggling with this issue. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's it's just kind of everywhere. So if if this has been an issue since the beginning of time and in the scriptures, if we see that some of the people that were distracted even had Jesus, the son of God, like standing right there with them and they still were distracted, then is there hope for us? What are we going to do about this issue? Please tell us there's something we can do. There is hope. There is hope. And so today we want to give our listeners um, three scriptures um, to encourage them if they are struggling with this um, distraction and mental clutter. OK, so we're going to break it down to the three definitions Angie just provided. And so the first one we're going to look at is if you're struggling with the busyness of life and all the things that it throws at you, all those interruptions and hindrances that pull you away from God, um, we want to I encourage you to remember Jesus's formula or his mode of operation, right? Um, when he was just overwhelmed by all that he had to do, you know, the teaching, the healing, the crowd. I mean, he had so much. Um, mm -hmm. And if you don't think so, go watch The Chosen. Yes, <laughs> oh, I, I love mean, The Chosen so much. Right? It is such a great show to bring yeah. the scriptures alive. And you can find it on Netflix and you can find it on Amazon. And no, we are not paid sponsors for that. I wish we were. <laughs> Just big fans. Yeah, Dallas Jenkins, call us. You know, um, we're, we're happy to promote you. Not like you need us. But anyway, back to what I was saying with scripture, with Jesus. Um, you know, we see just through the movie, the TV show, you know, how busy Jesus was, but here's what he did. Here's the key. And it, we learned this and I know we see it many times throughout the new Testament, but Mark one thirty-five. while it was still night before dawn, he got up and went to a secluded spot and prayed. So I just love that because despite all the pressures, he always took time to be with the Lord. Sometimes it was in the morning, yes. sometimes it was in the evening, uh, but he knew that if he didn't have that time, that that he would get consumed by everything. I mean, yes, he was God incarnate, right? But he was also a man and he had all those same pressures that everybody else faces. Mm -hmm. And he knew that he needed that time with his heavenly father, uh, not just for refreshment, um, but for focus and for guidance um, mm -hmm. and connection. And yeah. so when you find yourself overwhelmed by distractions in this busy world that we live in, which is so easy to, to do, right? Um, you know, I hope, and what we hope, it's our hope that you can just find some time to slip away and spend time with God in prayer. And because that's, yeah. that's a, a really big one. Yeah. So, so important. Angie, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So Angie, why don't you tell us what number two is? Yeah. So uh, we go, going back to those uh, definitions, that middle one about recreations and uh, as a distraction, I think it's appropriate that I talk about that one since I've got the phone issue um, I talked about last episode. So, and there's so many, and it's not just phones. Uh, you know, it can be other things on screens. Uh, I love watching a good Netflix show uh, as much as anybody. Uh, hobbies, crafts, sports, um, just 
so many things can be distractions. So if this is an area of your struggle, I want to tell you, uh, uh, read 1 Corinthians 10, 23. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not any everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Mm. So yeah. we have a, a plethora of things we can do, and a lot of them are good. It, and it's not, you know, that they're necessarily bad things, but, but you just can't do them all and keep your focus on your priorities. We get yeah. too much on our plates and we can't, first of all, we don't have enough time for the things that are most important. And those are the things that tend to get pushed aside. Yeah. So just knowing what your limits are and just choosing, you know, choosing very carefully um, what you will and won't spend time on, I think is yeah. good. So it, it, all these things could be good for you, but you can't do them all. No. And, and I think the key word there is beneficial, right? Yeah. I mean, is this truly beneficial to what I want to accomplish? Because, mm -hmm. you know, when when we're on our deathbeds, are we going to go, I wish I played more golf or I wish I'd done more, you know, screen time or whatever it could be. And we're yeah. not being judgmental. We are open and honest about the struggles we have. Um, so we are never coming from a place of judgment. But I, we have to I think we all need to stop and ask ourselves you know, this is good, but is it truly beneficial? I can do this. Sure. God's not going to strike me dead for doing this, but is it beneficial? And like we always say, when we say yes to something, we're saying no to something else. And usually it's our most important people and our priorities. So yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So then we've got, uh, we've talked about the, the interruptions, the hindrances. We talked about um, the recreation activity distractions. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, um, that is probably a, a big one for everybody um, is the worry and the anxiety, right? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, the mental, uh, emotional part of it um, mm -hmm. because we we are just human and that's what, you know, we, we tend to do. And, yeah. and there are so many Bible verses I could have used or we could have picked um, to share as encouragement for this struggle or this clutter issue. Um, but one of my favorites is Philippians 4, 6 through 7, which says, do not be anxious about anything, but by in everything, um, in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which trans all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And it, it is so true. I mean, I can sit there and I can worry all day. I mean, my brain is wired to say, yeah, but what if this, but what if, but what if, which is great when I'm writing, because then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get ideas. What, what if, if my what character if does this? Yeah. What if it's that? So it's great, you know, in certain situations. So don't, don't, don't turn that part of your brain off. But if I'm constantly, but what if my husband dies and then I ha don't have any financial? Or what if one of my kids gets hurt? Or what if this happens? Or what if that, I mean, we can eat ourselves alive with worry. Mm -hmm. um, and so we just have to be really careful. And, and so when that happens, I encourage you to just, you know, write it on a sticky note and place it somewhere where you will see it to encourage you. Yeah. And regular, I love that one. It's so calming. I, and, and just the habit of regularly going to God and talking about these. I mean, even just this morning, it's like, God, this is something that it's just, who it's just dogging me. And I just need to lay it at your feet. Because I know that you can give me the peace of God that transcends all understanding. It's only going to come from him. So 
this is yeah. uh, just such an essential habit to clear the kind of attention clutter that is uh, worries and the emotions. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm, I try my best to memorize it or have it, you know, um, um, at, at, at my fingertips. Um, mm -hmm. because, you know, we can, we can sit there. And, and I remember I was in a Bible study one time and, and the lady talked about, you know, writing out your anxieties, um, on a slip of paper and then put them in a, uh, uh put them in like a box. It has a very small hole, right? I mean, like glue the lid down and then okay. put that anxiety in the box to where you cannot grab it back out. Right. Ooh. And that means and basically what you're saying with this box is God, I'm, I'm giving this to you. I am not going to take it back. I'm hmm. going to lay it at your feet because I know that when I lay my burdens down, I can pick up your piece and it's so hmm. much lighter and it's so much better and it's so much easier to carry. Um, I love so, that. I think that's going to end up being a devotion or a Bible study or something. That's such a good <laughs> idea. Yeah. So that way we, our minds aren't tormented anymore. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes people need just good visuals. Yes. Yes. Um, I love all these faith-centered strategies. They're so uh, wonderful. I, I think uh, let's give, and we're not generally about the practical how-tos, but sometimes in, um, I think they're, they're worth their weight in gold. So why don't we share with our listeners a few more practical things that they can do with this uh, mental clutter? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, we always say in our intro, we're not about the how, but about the why, uh, because we know that there's so many resources out there, right? There's so many other podcasts mm -hmm. and books and blogs um, and practical solutions to, to declutter your heart and your home. Yeah. Um, but we haven't seen a lot of people talking about this. Um, yeah. And so that's why Angie and I were like, you know what, let's let's add this in. Um, and so, Angie, why don't you get us started off? Um, what are yeah. like one or two? Because I think we have like five that we want to share with listeners. Yes, I think we did. So listeners, this is why you try to keep all your notes organized. So that, yeah, <laughs> so this is this is just being real yeah. here, right here. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Practical ways. So first of all, be mindful about what you're giving your attention to. Uh, we make choices all the time of what what will we listen to? What will we watch? What will we think about? We may not be able to stop the thought from coming in our head, but we can certainly do something about it once it's there. So, But if we get to the point where we're constantly focusing on something else and ignoring the most important things, then we got a problem. Houston, yeah. we have a problem. Um, <laughs> and I love asking the question, does what I'm giving attention to, does it align with my priorities? Is it serving me well? Is it bringing me closer to God and closer to the people I love? Or is it bringing them further away? Um, is it strengthening my relationships or weakening them? So be mindful about what you're giving your attention to. We're making choices. Um, second one, boundaries and limits. Uh, just so, so important. So Boundaries are good for keeping the bad out and get, keeping the good in. And now we've got to establish a fence around ourselves. So some of the ways we can do that, we talked in the last episode about turning off notifications, trying to any distraction that we can get rid of um, to, to go ahead and take that step. Um, but and then there are other things beside there are so many ways we can use these boundaries. One thing that Eric and I have done, mm -hmm. uh, we 
we see um, people in our lives that we love that have gotten into habits of like every evening they're spending hours watching TV. And I'm not here to tell you that it's wrong, but for us, that is not something we want to get in the habit of doing. However, we also really love finding a good show. And so we, we noticed that we would say, okay, we're only going to do, you know, we don't want to do it every night, but it was like, we would go, oh, come on, let's just, you know, so we we're like, okay, we need a boundary. <laughs> so we decided only during the week, like Monday through Friday, only twice a week, we would just watch one episode of something. Um, and so that's been a good one for us to just say, you know what, there are other things we need to do. We don't need to spend all our time on the TV. So figure out what you're struggling with and figure out at a boundary that is appropriate for you. No, very good. We don't so, follow that boundary, but um, <laughs> we yeah, and, and there are times where we're like, oh, come on, one more episode. They left us hanging. We can't handle it. Oh, girl, yeah. if there is something that left me hanging, I'm and my husband, Clint, you only can do like the length of a movie. So if if we're watching, okay. you know, an ep episodes, you know, he can't go more than any more than two hours. You know, that's yeah. how much his binge watching goes. And, um, and I'll be like, oh, please, just one more. Please, just one more, you know. <laughs> Especially if there's yeah. a cliffhanger. I'm like, I have no patience to wait. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so you got right. some more for us, Leanna? I do. And it, I think it's um, number three, which I think is appropriate that I'm talking about, is declutter <laughs> your schedule. Because I'm still yes. learning how to do that. Um, you know, our minds can just be so easily distracted by all the things that we have to do. Um, and so I think, you know, cause you, like I said, you're thinking about, oh, I've got to be here at this time and I got to be there at this time. And I've got to have this for this appointment. And so, you know, so one thing you can do is declutter your schedule with less to do. Um, your mind is less cluttered up with all yeah. the thoughts relating to those tasks. So we talked a lot about this in episodes four and five, so we don't want to, you know, you know, beat a, beat the horse. Um, but we encourage you to go check those episodes out and see if that can give you some insights. Um, yeah, I think, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say uh, it shows how these clutter categories can bleed into each other. Yes, because definitely. we're talking here about attention clutter, but we know that schedule clutter is a great contributor to the attention clutter. So we have to work on all three areas. So great suggestion. Yeah. Um, number four is to talk to a friend, family member, or a counselor. And you know, I am so glad that mental health has become such. Um, more in the spotlight, right? I mean, look, like, you know, Simone Biles, she just came back from two years off of mm -hmm. gymnastics to work on her mental health. Yes. With, you know, bravo to her. Um, mm -hmm. And because it used to be such a stigma, right? It used yeah. to be such a stigma and a negative. And now, you know, I'll be the first to admit I have a counselor. I have two. <laughs> so, I have a counselor too. I'm grateful you know, for her. And very. And it has allowed me to. I remember the first time I went in and she said, why are you here? And I said, because I feel like I'm about to crawl out of my skin, you know, mm. because of the thoughts and the emotions and everything it was just all tangled up inside of me. And I needed to get them untangled and mm. just talking to somebody who is non-judgmental, who doesn't have a part of my, you know, everyday life. Um, it just was comforting to just be able to open up. So, you know, if you struggle with worry and anxiety, especially, um, then this can be a very helpful tool. And so we just encourage you to look for somebody that you feel comfortable talking with. Yes. And then finally, um, the last strategy or practical solution we have for you is just prayer. 
never underestimate the power of prayer. It is such mm -hmm. a mighty weapon against the enemy, um, you know, which, like I said at the beginning of this episode, is really who we're fighting, right? Um, and yes. he wants to do whatever he can to distract us from our walk with God, from our impact in this world. Um, and so, you know, we just have to fight him with the tools that we have. And that's God's word and that's prayer. Um, and so with that, we can become overcomers. And so please don't underestimate that, that gift. Absolutely. And I think I'm trying to get better about going to God in prayer first mm -hmm. um, and not, you know, like, talking to your friend or a family member or my therapist and then like, okay, well, this is not working. Let me pray. I mean, it's usually the last, the last. Yes. <laughs> we don't want that to be. All right. Yeah. So we have covered a lot of ground today. So let's quickly sum up what we've discussed. First, the enemy will go to great lengths to distract us in this world. Keep our minds and our focus and our energy off God. Just remember that meeting between Satan and his demons and all the things he tries to put in there. So distraction can be things, even good things, that prevent us from giving our full attention to something else, or that can be not so good things like the worry and anxiety. There's lots of different uh, flavors that it comes in. Um, we do not have to face this battle alone. Thank you, God, for that. With his word, we can overcome this attention clutter in our lives. Live the way we're supposed to, focusing on what really matters. And then apply the practical steps that we talked about. Decluttering our schedule, creating boundaries, being really intentional about what we give our intention to. Um, talking with family and friends, counseling, prayer, all those practical steps can do wonders. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is it for this episode of Uncluttered. Thank you so much for listening. We truly appreciate um, you tuning in and we uh, are just so happy to have you as part of our uh, community. Um, we would love for you to connect with us. Um, we have different ways you can do that. You can find us online at uncluttered.faith um, and you can find us at, um, you can email us at um, contact at uncluttered.faith. We'd love to hear from you about, you know, some of the struggles you've had with either physical clutter, schedule clutter, um, attention clutter, and, you know, what's worked for you or how is what we're, you know, sharing, helping you. Um, you know, we want to root you on um, and we want you to uh, know that we are with you. Uh, and so we'd also love for you to subscribe so you don't miss out on anything. Um, you know, we send out newsletters twice a month when we have a new episode come out. And so if you don't want to miss anything, make sure you sign up for those. And when you do, you get a free gift from us as a thank you. Yes. Yes. And uh, we'd love for you to follow us. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we'd love to grow our following there. And um, our mission is to get this message that we believe God has given us to as many people as possible. And so you're part of how we can spread that message by you sharing an episode, connecting with us on uh, social media, telling a friend. And you know, this podcast has really been helpful. I think you might like it as well. Uh, we would be honored if you would take some time to do that. And so until next time, we want you to always remember that an uncluttered life is an abundant life. Mm -hmm.